Hi, everyone. This is Heather Welpley. Welcome to Create Your Own Rules for Life. I'm a speaker and award-winning author that works with women to let go of perfect and live their truth. If you're tired of the weight of should and supposed to and want to have more joy and freedom in your life, this podcast is for you. There's a story behind the title of this podcast episode. It's a little bit of a winding story, but I promise it's going to get you to exactly where you need to be if you were attracted to the title of this podcast episode. So I first have to tell you that I was totally stuck on what to talk about for this podcast. I am now down to the day where I really needed to record it so that it could be released at the time that I wanted to release it. And I was just like coming up empty. I was coming up totally empty. And I didn't know why. This is not normal for me. Normally, I have a whole plethora of ideas, but my list of ideas didn't sound good and just nothing was coming to me. And I didn't realize why until this morning. This morning, two things happened. One was the realization of the blocker getting in the way. And the second one was the inspiration for this podcast episode. The first thing I realized as I was journaling this morning before I started working and doing anything was that I was shooting myself about the title, about the topic, about everything I was supposed to do for this podcast episode because we're in the middle of the presale. And when this is released, we'll be in the last week of the presale for Grounded Wildness when you can still get all the freebies and goodies that go along with that during the month of May. And I was shooting all over myself about what this podcast should be about to attract you into Grounded Wildness, to hopefully make you feel its power and want to reach out and buy a copy for yourself, buy a copy for all your friends, whatever it may be. I was feeling all of this should of like, what can I say that will bring you in? What can I say that will intrigue you? What can I say that will help you to feel grounded wildness and make you want to learn more? It was all of these shoulds, but what I should do in order to make that happen. And let's get real. Should never leads to inspiration. Should does not lead to being authentic and speaking from the heart and connecting to your heart, which is exactly what I always want to do, whether I'm in a podcast or a social media post or speaking in front of an audience. I want to speak from my heart to yours. And that does not come from a place of should. Authenticity does not come from a place of should. Connection does not come from a place of should, unless we're maybe connecting around the shoulds that we feel in our lives because they are real. So I realized I had to let go of should and instead be open to inspiration, which amazingly showed up about 45 minutes later. (laughs) It was related to a LinkedIn post where interestingly, I had also put a whole bunch of shoulds onto myself because this is what happened. Yesterday, I went on this just like an amazing day yesterday. I spoke on creating your own rules for success for a leadership development program I facilitate for a company. And of all my speaking topics, creating your own rules for success is It's personally my favorite because it can really, we dive into those rules that you are following, those rules you've been handed, all those shoulds in your life. 
and take a step back and say, okay, what do you really want to follow? Like, what's your definition of success? And we actually start to create that definition of success and a whole new set of rules to live and work by all in a 45 minute or hour. This one was two hour because it was more of a workshop style session. Like it can be pretty eye-opening and life-changing in a really short amount of time. And that's personally why it's my favorite because you just it's a topic that once you know about it, you can continue to have realizations and notice things and awareness and keep taking that in well after the hour that we're together. So that's how my day started. It was amazing. And then I went on a hike in the afternoon and it has rained like literally every day for a week. And in that week, we've only had like a day and a half of sun which is not normal around here in Colorado. It's a very sunny place. And I will say on Monday, I was feeling quite blah with all of the gray. But then Tuesday, yesterday, the sun came out and I went on this hike and the flowers had just exploded because of all of the rain and the flat irons around Boulder were like the greenest I have ever seen them. It was just stunning. Like it was absolutely stunning. And then I came home and I was cooking my dinner and suddenly there was this downpour, but the sun was out and I was like, I bet there's a rainbow. So I went to the east facing side of my house and there was this gorgeous double rainbow across the sky. So I wanted to post about that. I wanted to post about the session in the morning and this picture of the flat irons on my hike. And again, I was feeling this should because I was like, oh, I should talk about creating your own rules for success. And then, you know, say if you want to be breaking the rules in your life, if you're an overdue or overachiever, check out my first book, An Overachiever's Guide to Breaking the Rules. If you want to learn how to break all the rules that have kept you constricted and small and tight and feel like you have to hold your breath in the shoulds and supposed to then go to the pre-sale for grounded wildness. And there's nothing wrong with any of that. Like I'm a business owner and I need to sell. I need to tell you what I offer so that in case you want it or need it, you know what's there and you can get it, whether it's you as an individual, your company, whatever it is. So I do need to talk directly about what I do, like all business owners do. But for whatever reason, that just felt like, oh, I'm like tying in this thing. I'm like, I'm taking the super authentic experience of being out on the hike and the magic and leading the session and then like shoving in the sales point around the two books. And it just didn't feel right. I don't like it when I read other people's posts that are like, oh, this beautiful thing happened. And now I'm going to connect it in exactly to the thing that I offer. And it takes something that feels authentic and makes it feel inauthentic. And I don't like that. And so I took out the inauthentic parts of that post and I just shared about the hike and the session. And it was a beautiful picture with the flat irons and wild irises and this butterfly had landed on one of the irises. I mean, like it was pretty magical. And here's where the inspiration came in. A woman commented about how much she loved Colorado and was hoping to get back there. And I thought she just meant visiting because, you know, Colorado is a great place to visit. And so I mentioned that and she's like, yeah, keep your eyes open for any job opportunities. Cause like, I'm really looking to come back. And she, she said this all publicly. So I feel comfortable sharing it with you on this podcast. And I thought, yeah. And she said in that, she said in that post, like that she can feel the mountains calling to her. And I thought, ah, I know what that feels like. There were times in the years before that I moved to Colorado when I was still in Minnesota where I could feel like my entire body moving towards the mountains, like this actual pull 
to come to Colorado for years. And I didn't follow that because here's, here's what my, my story was. I lived in Colorado for a year in 2005, 2006. I planned to stay, but I got into a grad program back in Minnesota. I changed my mind about what I wanted to do for graduate school and I could still get in-state tuition in Minnesota. So I moved back with the full plans that I would come back to Colorado immediately after my 18-month graduation or after graduating from grad school. And then I applied for jobs in Colorado and Minnesota and a few other places. And I got an amazing job in Minnesota working for a great company. And I was coordinating global leadership development programs. It was just, it was a super unique job. I was working with top leaders. I was getting to travel to Latin America so I could use my Spanish. I was working with customers. Like it was a really, really unique experience. And I learned a ton and I said wholeheartedly, yes. And over the next eight years at that company, I continued to get great job opportunities. I got to go to Australia for a year and still during those eight years, there was this occasional pull to come back to Colorado. So when I decided to leave that company, I applied to jobs in both Minnesota and Colorado. Again, got a great job in in Minnesota, didn't get offered anything in Colorado. And again, that pull was there occasionally. And then when I started my business, the pull became even greater, became much more conscious And I realized just how much this pull had been there throughout the last 10, 12 years of my life when I read through all of my journals prior to writing An Overachiever's Guide to Breaking the Rules. Throughout years of journals, every so often, this longing would come up, this desire to move to Colorado, this feeling of being called and longing for the mountains and to be out here under the wide open skies in this place where I felt free. It was there. It was there the entire time. It wasn't conscious the entire time. Sometimes I was too busy. I wasn't paying attention to it. And I most certainly didn't listen to it. And this was true when I started my business, even though it became louder, like that call and that longing became louder. But so did the voice telling me, Heather, that's stupid. You should not move to Colorado. Like all your business contacts are in Minnesota. At that time, I was speaking mostly in person in Minnesota. Like this is a terrible idea. This is a terrible business idea. And yet the longing persisted. Pandemic helped to make that decision because I knew at least for a while that it would be, everything was going to be virtual. So I wouldn't have to deal with the in-person thing at least for a while. But I finally, finally, 14 years at least after leaving Colorado for the first time, I finally paid attention to that longing and I moved back. And I immediately felt that longing fulfilled, felt this gap or this thing inside of me that I've been feeling for so long, but not listening to, not heeding, essentially shelving my longing, putting it on the shelf because of I didn't think it was smart. I didn't think it was a rational idea. It didn't make sense to me. I was getting good jobs in Minnesota and I don't have any regrets. Minnesota was my home. It still is my home to a certain degree. Colorado just gets to be another home. So I don't have any regrets. 
And I'm also really glad I didn't wait any longer to fulfill my longing because there was a hole, that longing that was inside of me that would not have been satisfied until I picked up and moved here, which I did on October 1st, 2020. And even though this was the middle of the pandemic, I knew a few people here, but I didn't know that many. So it was like not going to be an easy time to meet new people. (laughs) Shut up in my home by myself. (laughs) And it was also the worst wildfire season on record. So the day that I drove to Colorado from Minnesota to Colorado, I was coming in off I-76, which connects essentially Nebraska to Denver. As I was driving across the prairie towards the mountains, not only could I definitely not see the mountains, but I essentially drove into a wall of smoke. The sun, the only thing you could see of the sun was like this red, almost like a moon looking. It didn't look like the sun. It looked like something out of Star Wars, like this bright red ball in the sky, but not something that was cascading a whole lot of light, just like burning in the sky. And even though both those things were true, I felt at home immediately. I was in an Airbnb that I was renting. I wasn't even in my own place. And I felt at home immediately. I felt this longing that I had shelved for so long, finally met. And that's the question that I want to pose back to you today. The title of this podcast episode, which is what are you longing for? What are you longing for? Maybe it's something that you've been shelving a long time like I have, like I did with moving to Colorado. Maybe it's just a little whisper behind your heart. Maybe it's just a question. You're not even quite sure what the answer is, but you feel a pull towards something. You feel a longing. And I love this word longing because it's deeper than just what do you want. Like what do you want is is kind of surfacey. Longing is deep. Longing gets to the heart of your soul. It's desire. It's that deepness. It's what you truly, what is aligned to you, what you truly desire, what you truly want beneath all of the other things, beneath the should and supposed to. It is longing. It's like, what is your soul craving? What are you reaching for? That could be in relationships, that could be in work, that could be in moving, that could be in some creative project you want to try. There's a million different answers to that question of what are you longing? What are you longing for? But it's a question that we don't often ask ourselves and or give ourselves permission to truly listen to the answer and then maybe even explore it and follow it. But that longing means something. It is worth paying attention to. Even if you can't fulfill it in the exact moment, that longing is still worth paying attention to because it is your truth. That longing is part of your truth. So recognizing it, leaning into it and listening to it and following it when you can and challenging it, challenging it if you say you can't because there is a million different rules that we are taught that tell you not to follow your longing, not to follow your intuition, logic. This is a dumb idea. I'm going to impact other people. I'm going to disappoint other people. I mean, just like the list goes on and on. And still that longing means something 
It is a part of your truth. It is aligned to who you are. And when we just continually ignore your longing, you are ignoring a part of who you are. And that is damaging, is damaging to your soul when you continually shelve a part of who you are and ignore what you are longing for. So I'm going to ask you that question again, and I want you to just like let it sink in and see what comes up. What are you longing for? What are you longing for? What bubbles up when I say those words? And give yourself permission to just let it be there. I'm not going to give you some three-point strategy to like explore it and go follow that longing. Maybe I will at some point, but really today is just about the question because sometimes the question is the thing. It is the most important thing. It is the place to start is by simply asking the question and then giving yourself permission to listen. So you can journal on that question, the prompt like I am longing for, or what am I longing for? You can go on a walk and put that question in the back of your head or meditate to it and see what arises. Give yourself permission to listen to your longing. And I also want to point out, if the main answer coming up for you is sleep or rest or space, and you might be thinking, okay, can't I long for something bigger or more important or deeper than sleep and rest and space? The answer is probably not in that moment, <laughs> that that is so important. A longing for sleep and rest and space is something that hopefully you can start to fulfill immediately. I know I absolutely crave, particularly space because sleep, I, I'm usually like, I get tired and then I sleep, but I'm, I really pay attention to sleep. Like I made a priority like five years ago, my entire life changed. It was a good thing. So sometimes I get tired, but I pay attention to it pretty quickly. So it's not usually a longing, but space, if I've been busy for too long, or I just haven't had time to ponder things and get inspired and have like new ideas bubble up, which as anyone who's doing big picture thinking, like you need some of that space, I will start to crave it. I will crave just like sitting on my patio, going for quiet walks alone, just like doing nothing. And when I mean doing nothing, like literally like laying on my floor or sitting on my patio, not reading, not listening to music, just sitting there or maybe writing and that's it. So I will crave that. I know when I need it, I will crave it. I've actually been craving it lately and I'm working my way into, it's already starting to fulfill it a little bit and I'm going to work my way there even more. So listen, if longing, if you're longing for sleep or rest or space, fulfill that need first, fulfill that longing first. And then I can almost guarantee bigger longings will arise that feel deeper and more connected to your truth, more connected to what you truly desire what you're dreaming about and what you're looking for. But it's hard to do any of those things when you're just tired and exhausted. So if you're longing for sleep, for a nap, for rest, for space, fulfill that longing. It's just as important as any other type of longing that you are wanting or that might be below that initial need. So ask yourself the question, what are you longing for? And listen to the answer. Don't shelve it for 14 years like I did. 
or if you have been shelving it for 14 plus years, start listening. Start listening and see what comes up. May not be related to work, might be related to a type of relationship you're seeking, might be related to a hobby. You'd like to explore a creative side of yourself, a different part of yourself. You've been longing to take tap dancing lessons or paint or write. Been longing to have kids, been longing to be in a relationship. And I know some of those things you can't fulfill immediately, but the longing can still be there. The longing is a part of who you are, your truth, what you're aligned to, what's important to you. So asking the question is, it's a way back to you. So ask it, what are you longing for? And now I would be remiss if I did not mention (laughs) that we are one week, if you're listening to this, when the podcast comes out, the pre-sale launch for Grounded Wildness with all of the fun bonuses and freebies, it ends at the end of May. Though I do want to be clear, there's no scarcity here. The book is going to still be available for pre-sale throughout the summer, and then it'll launch in September. Don't have an exact date yet. We're waiting to see when it goes to the printer, and then I'll be announcing the date. But the freebies are going away. And the most important one that's actually not a freebie to you at all, but is that 10% of all book sales in May will go to the Women's Empowerment Conference for high school girls here in Colorado. And I would love to give them some more money. So if you know you're going to buy the book anyway, and you're just like, well, I'll wait, I'll wait until it actually launches and then I'll get it then, get it now, get it now because then you'll be getting that. And then there's a bunch of cool things for you too. So you'll be entered a new raffle. I'm giving away three one-on-one, one-hour free coaching sessions to get coached on whatever you want to get coached on. I'll give you some more directions so you aren't just like, maybe it's on your longing. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? But get coached on a challenge you're facing at work, uh, an exploration, a challenge you're facing at home, whatever. Boundaries, million different possibilities there. You also get invited to an exclusive Q&A, an interview with me, so you can ask me questions about the book, about how it relates back to you. And you'll get the book. I'll send them out two weeks before the official release date. So you're going to get them before anyone else out there, before the book is even launched. You'll get your copy of Grounded Wildness. So go take a look. It's heatherwelpley.com backslash Grounded Wildness. That's where you're going to get all of the info. You can read the introduction to the book there. You can read a bunch of endorsements from people who've read the whole thing. And you can buy your copy, multiple copies, whoever you want to get a copy of Grounded Wildness for. It's all right there on heatherwelpley.com backslash Grounded Wildness. So go check it out. It will also help you tap back into yourself and your longing to listen to that knowing that is alive inside of you, that grounded wildness that's simmering beneath the surface, but that just gets squashed down. It gets squashed down by the rules and should and supposed to and feeling like you're supposed to show up in a certain way or feeling like you're too much or that you shouldn't be too demanding with your longings or you should just be grateful for what you have and just all all of it that needs to be broken because you are a law you are allowed to long for something that's deep inside of you. I don't even want to use the word bigger because it's not bigger, it's deeper. You are allowed to long for what is deep within you. 
and grounded wildness will help you get there. But in the meantime, just start asking yourself the question, what am I longing for? Bye. If you'd like to learn more about my book or hire me as a speaker for your next event, head over to heatherwellfully.com. And if you liked this episode, rate it and share it with your people. Until next time, keep speaking up, living your truth, and changing the world.